0: Welcome to the Undefined Good Girls Podcast. A place for all things shattering the label of the good girl. I'm Vanessa,
1: and I'm the big sister. And I'm Kiara, and I'm the little sister. We're so glad to have you join us. And we hope that you enjoy this episode. Now, let's get into it. All right, here we go. Hello. Hey. How you doing? How's it going? (laughs) 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 I'm good. Um, So I'm back home. Yeah. I am chilling in North Carolina. I finished my contract. Um, So I actually got to see me and my mom went to see Vanessa um, yesterday was it yeah no, no. Uh, Friday uh, two days ago Friday yeah so I'm back you guys I'm back home yeah sitting on my unemployed behind <laughs> <laughs>
0: back in North Carolina
1: yeah I'm back in North Carolina Trying to, you know I just finished unpacking and everything all of my things I'm so tired y'all like <laughs> I just I feel like I just need a good month of just sit down and rest you know I'm very so very grateful to be able to have done been able to do what I love during mm. this time, but I'm not going to lie. It's stressful performing during COVID. Um, there, it was just a lot of stress. Um, and so I'm very glad to be done with that. Um, I've collected my check and went about my happy days because it is, it's, it's really stressful. Just the everyday worrying of like, Oh my God, what did I touch? What have I done? You know, if I went grocery <laughs> shopping, it's like, you know, just trying to be as careful as possible because realizing that there are 10 other human beings on stage with me. And, you know, I hope, the rest of the cast was thinking that, but I definitely was always in that like hyper aware state of, okay, what am I doing? And even though I I spent most of the time in the house, but there were times when I would go grocery shopping or get something to eat or, you know, whatever. And it's always just like, did I walk past somebody and, you know, did I have a mask on or, you know, just like all of this stuff. And so it is, it's very stressful. I don't know if I would recommend anybody to do a show during a pandemic. I just, I'm not sure about that, but nonetheless, I am very 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 grateful and I'm very happy that I did get a chance and an opportunity to do what I
0: love so yeah. but I'm back y'all <laughs> how are you um, two doing yeah so basically my house is a mess <laughs> because <laughs> I am planning for moving so um my sister and my mom came up to help me do some packing which was really helpful and then we kind of just went out to lunch or went out to dinner I guess and you know spent some time together but I move on Friday. So getting all of the boxes together, I'm pretty, I'd say I'm probably like 95% packed up. There's just like the little things that I'm using, you know, for the everyday and some other little, I need to go pack some comforters away and that kind of thing. But everything should be good to go and ready for me to move on Friday, moving into into the house. So moving from the apartment that I'm in now, moving into a house, which I'm really excited about. Um, But yeah, that's kind of taking up my time and working and and all that good stuff.
1: (laughs) Yay. I'm so happy for you. I'm
0: like, uh, you're going to love, I feel
1: like you're going to love being in a house so much. (laughs) Oh yeah,
0: for sure. Like I was, I think I was telling you guys, like, I just can't wait to just stomp around and just, because I'm not above anyone. So I don't have to worry about like, oh, because you know, even if I feel like my neighbors haven't been considerate to me, I feel like I'm trying to be a considerate neighbor all the time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you know, to not have to worry about being attached to someone in that way will be just great. I'm really yeah. excited. The <laughs> really, we drove by the neighborhood. Yes. I showed my sister and my mom. It's beautiful. So it's a really nice, uh, yeah. nice, quiet neighborhood and nice area. So yeah, that's what's going on but let's go ahead and get into this good old topic all right oh my goodness (laughs) today people of the world we are going to be talking about forgiveness like if I could put like a (laughs) (laughs) means never saying sorry (laughs) if you know where that movie where that (laughs) song is from like you're cool because right. we used to sing right, right, that right. song all the time <laughs> all the
1: time wait what is that movie from almost just friends something um
0: yeah something, just, about something where the guy is the friend you know it's one of those i think movies. it's yeah one of those um, isn't it 2000s. ryan reynolds
1: yeah and and yeah. uh amy Fairs anna
0: Ferris, anna Ferris, anna 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 yes yep. anyway mm-hmm.
1: tangent yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about forgiveness today. So, um, I know my sister is reading a book and she may talk more about that. And I, um, came across a post by Alex L., who I absolutely love, where she was talking about self-forgiveness. And so that kind of had me thinking, you know, about the whole concept and just different things that we've been dealing with in our lives around forgiveness. Um, so we're going to kind of dive right into that and talk about, um, different types of forgiveness You know, we may talk about closure and letting go and just the the whole aspect of that. But I think I'll first start with asking you, Kiara, in your own words, thoughts, mind. how do you define forgiveness? I think
1: forgiveness is when whatever grievance happened, whether it's the grievance to yourself or what somebody did to you, when that no longer dictates your life when it, when you no longer, I mean, when I think about it, I think about it, like when someone does something to me, but I think it definitely goes across the board when you do something to yourself as well, that you don't live your life. Like I think about like dating and how sometimes when you're dating, what happened in the past comes back in your future and you start to get triggered and you start to get scared and all of those things. I feel like when you are truly living in forgiveness whatever somebody did to you in the past doesn't matter anymore. You know, you were able to fully be present with that person and realize that they are not Billy Bob Joe from, you know, years ago. Um, And my old therapist told me when I first started dating again, after my last breakup, my most recent breakup, I started dating again and I was having a hard time. And she told me, you know, Kiara, you can't Navigate new relationships with old world roadmaps, Hmm. and I think that a lot of the times that is what unforgiveness is. You are literally navigating your life with all of these old roadmaps, all of the ways in which you haven't forgiven. It's you take it with you. It's like you're putting it in your book bag. All of this stuff, and it's like taking off the book bag, throwing it off the mountain and continuing to hike. And well, you know, you probably had water in the book bag, but, um, (laughs) you know, anyway, you know what I mean, right? Like they're non-essential things. You don't need, you don't need half of the stuff that you've put in your book bag and it's weighing you down is the issue. Um, And so that's what I think about forgiveness is just like throwing it off and not letting it dictate your life anymore. Whatever that person did to you, whatever you've done to yourself, saying it, it, it is what it is. I have to let it go because it's heavy. I won't be able to make it to the top of the mountain if I've got all this weight on me and I've got to get there. So that's, that's what it means to me. That's not really a clear cut definition. And it's definitely not something that is any, any way easy in my own life. But I think that that's what it is for me. When I think about it, it's like just taking off that burden, Yeah, realizing that it's, it's not serving you. So yeah.
0: I think for me, it, you know, is very similar in just the letting go. And I really love the, like, going up the mountaintop analogy that you've used. And the fact that, you know, it kind of makes me think of um, Erica Badu's song, Bag Lady, where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're carrying all this stuff and you're not able to kind of move forward because you're trying to hold on to all these bags. Right. <laughs> and I feel like forgiveness, in a way is maybe releasing. It it just really represents like a releasing. When I kind of think of forgiveness as an energy, it kind of reminds me of like a very white light energy where you are just releasing and coming into a a freedom Mm -hmm, um, when I think it's done healthy. I think one of the things that's hard for me is forgiveness because while on the one hand, it's, it represents that freedom. It represents that lightness and that, you know, being able to move forward. I think I also have a negative feeling of forgiveness being like letting, letting them off the hook kind of thing, if that Mm. makes Mm. sense. But yeah, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to read a definition of forgiveness as well. So this is from Greater Good Magazine. And they kind of state, psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. Just as important as defining what forgiveness is, is understanding what forgiveness is not. Experts who study or teach forgiveness make clear that when you forgive, you do not gloss over or deny the seriousness of an offense against you. Forgiveness does not mean forgetting, nor does it mean condoning or excusing offenses. Though forgiveness can help repair a damaged relationship, it doesn't obligate you to reconcile with the person who harmed you or release them from any legal accountability. Instead, forgiveness brings the forgiver peace of mind and frees him or her from corrosive anger. So I thought that was a very detailed definition. And I also love the fact that it talked about what forgiveness is not. Because I think for me, that's been the struggle I've had with embracing forgiveness with open arms is I just imagine forgiving and then it's like, everything's okay. It doesn't <laughs> matter, you know, like right. what that person did to me. Yeah, I, for a long time, I really saw forgiveness as like letting someone off the hook.
1: I know. Or being
0: okay with them. Yep, you just did all this crap to me, but you know mm-hmm. what, I forgive you. And therefore that means that what you did you know, you didn't hurt me anymore. Like almost as if it had just got erased, everything that you did. And right. then my feelings no longer feel valid for how right. I may have reacted in the situation.
1: Yeah. I feel like that, that is the hardest part about forgiveness is that it's, it's that duality, that fine line between like holding the person accountable, but not making your hate or your vengeance, your bitterness towards them. The justice that you deserve, you know, like you don't. Although you need, like, I don't know, you have to go through all of those, like the the whole process of feeling your feelings and stuff. Um, But at the end of the day, I think a lot of the times we think that when we hate someone, it's like, yeah, they're they're getting what they deserve because I hate them, (laughs) you know. And it's like (laughs) it feels good. It feels like you are getting your justice because it's like you are telling yourself, you are holding them accountable in a way. But at the same time. That vengefulness that, you know, oh, you know, is also just burdening for you as a person, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's like, I, I think it would behoove us and it's the the best for us to let it go and let the powers that be let the universe handle the judgment part or the, the justice part. But for us, I feel like it, it, I think it's ego, of course, it's mm-hmm. our ego that loves that feeling of, oh, I hate you. And the next time somebody brings up your name, like I'm going to dog you and I'm going <laughs> to let everybody know what you did and all of this stuff. And it's like, well, that's not real justice, you know, that, I mean, it doesn't, it, it doesn't have to be because it's, it's corroding your own soul. You know yeah. um, it's, it's, it's not the real justice that we think it is. And I think that we think so in our heads when we hold on to it but it's doing us more harm than good
0: and I I think the struggle is the justice piece like you're saying right I think about people who have had some just really horrible things happen to them and you know they talk about forgiving like you know a person in that situation and I'm like how do you reconcile forgiving them, but still holding them accountable. Because I think Mm. that's something, that's the struggle for me. And it does, like you said, it has a lot to do with the ego and and Mm. wanting to feel, at least for me feeling right, feeling vindicated, feeling like, yes. But it also, if if I'm thinking about me and maybe things I've gone through or my own traumas, it's wanting to know that this, I, I don't know if it's like wanting to know that this was for a purpose, Or wanting to know that the universe and people around me understand that this was not okay, that this happened. Right. And I, for a long time, have looked at forgiveness as letting that, letting that just be like, we're all going to, you know, not only myself, but the people around me all the way up to, you know, higher power is just like, we don't care that that happened to you. I don't know. That's a weird way to look at it, but that's kind of how I would look at it. Like, yeah does somebody care that i went through this does somebody acknowledge and and recognize that this was something that hurt me and i think it for me and and you can talk about this as well if you want but i think for me that stems from what i call my earliest practice of forgiveness and i think that's definitely been with dad and mm-hmm. you know building our relationship and mending yeah. that yeah. Um, i won't go into all the crazy details but Really, I'd say probably from age 11 to like 16 or 17, you know, I had a horrible relationship with dad. It was really contentious. It was, you know, a lot of trauma built up in that just, um, just, it was just really, really bad on my end. So, you know, getting older and getting to that point of, okay, I can hate this man or, you know, have all these feelings for for life if I want to Mm -hmm. but I did get to the point where it was kind of like I feel I feel like this is doing a disservice to me and to, you know, starting over. Like maybe I'll just try and see if it's possible. That's really mm-hmm. what I did. It was like, let me try and see if I can have a positive wow. relationship with this person. Yeah. Um, Because I really was, before that I was like, nope, I don't have it right.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I completely remember you like, saying these things Yeah, I was very, career. very
0: bitter and upset about it. So even when I was kind of like, let's see if I can go from this point I still wasn't thinking of the idea of like complete forgiveness mm-hmm. because I think I was scared that if I say yes, I forgive you completely for everything that I went through when I was younger, then it won't be my trauma is not valid. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know if it's like this wanting to hold on to the trauma. I've had to deal with that a lot as well, like not, you know, keeping trauma with me like a close yeah. blanket, but you know, and we've, we even had a conversation about that before where it was like, you know, the things that I went through that you may have thought was just disciplinary. It's not a joke. I know mm-hmm. some people can joke about those things, but for me, that was a very hard time. And so that kind of represents and, and the struggle and the, 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 mindset I've had of forgiveness. Like, I don't want you to take my trauma and say, it didn't matter. I don't want you to take my trauma and make it the butt of your joke. I don't want to take, you know, the hurt that you caused me and kind of brush it off as no big deal. And yeah. that's why I, it was very hard for me to say, I forgive you for a long time or to embody that, you know, for a long time.
1: That is so interesting. I never, I've, I, I never really thought about it in that way, but I totally understand it and I totally get it. And I think that's also a piece of forgiveness as well is the fact that you, you it, it just sometimes feel like feels like it didn't happen.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And that can make you feel um gaslit. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> and that that's a whole nother an, another place where where it feels like your reality has been denied. Mm-hmm. Um because it's like, so y'all just gonna sit around and act like all this stuff didn't happen, even though and it's just like right. yeah, that's yeah. the hard part about forgiveness because on one hand, it does, it does require you to, I guess, lessen the intensity of the, the emotion that you feel about it. You know Mm -hmm. Um, it's, you can't hold it vehemently anymore. You know, it can't be like, ah, you know, (laughs) you have to let some of that go with it. Yeah. Um, And you, and Uh, man, this is really hard. Yeah. You, (laughs) I'm already just like, I don't know if I am cut out for forgiveness because I also feel like, you know, I don't want anybody to take that pain and that trauma and just pretend like everything's okay now. And that's, I recently had a conversation with my most recent ex, you know, the one who everybody has one, the one who did like all the damage, basically. (laughs) Um. I had a conversation with him where I finally got closure after about two years. And that was also one of the things that was on my mind of like, is he just like trying to let himself off the hook now? But because we actually were able to talk about what happened, Mm -hmm. um, is he now going to go about Mm -hmm. his life as if, oh, that was fine, you know? Yeah. As if I, you know, I have to be honest, it's still something that I deal with. It's not as it's not as, as much as it was, you know, when it first happened, it's been two years removed, but you know, there are still some days and, and right now. And, and when dating, it's like, it comes up all the time. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I think it's easy to go to the negative, like, of what he did. But right at this moment, we have basically decided that we forgive each other or I have forgiven him and I have given him that and I've mm-hmm. told him that I forgive him mm-hmm. um, and that I appreciated his apology and all of that. And so now I have to continuously remind myself that we're not holding on to that anymore. We're not holding on to that. And right, <sighs> I guess if he does feel like I'm scot free, everything's good. I guess I also have to be okay with that. Right. You know, if, if, you know, one day, like in a, in a, you know, completely made up scenario, if my ex happened to be talking to somebody that I know about our relationship and about everything, and he just kind of glosses over everything Mm -hmm. because, I have forgiven him and we've had that closure. And my friend came back and told me like, yeah, he, he you know, it's completely, you know, glossed over. It. I would be upset. I'd be right. like, he wasn't honest to you about what happened.
0: Right. <laughs> but it's
1: kind of like, we've let it go. Yeah. We don't have to really go there anymore. You know, I yeah. was able to be very honest with him about what I went through when we broke up and how it affected me. Um, he was able. He gave me many genuine apologies that I truly feel like he meant. So after that's done, you yeah. you can't hold on to it anymore. And for me, that's hard because I have used that. That has been a part of my story for yeah. the last two years. Yeah. This what this dude did to me. What right. happened in this relationship? That has right. been a part of the way that I feel about men when I date. It has been very very. Prevalent and I've right. held on to it. So it's like, what happens if I'm not the hurt girl anymore? You mm-hmm. know,
0: mm-hmm. who
1: am I? And then it also makes me feel very, it makes me not trust myself mm-hmm. because it's like, if I let this go, then am I naive again? Yeah. Am I, am I, uh, oblivious? If I get, if I happen to fall into something that's a, a relationship that's not good for me, you know, and so I think I keep. I keep replaying all of that, the awful stuff in my mind mm-hmm. as protection for myself instead of, you know, Tiara, you could just do the work and heal yeah. yourself and yeah. you wouldn't have to work. You can learn how to make your make boundaries. You can learn how to do all of the things, you know, that help a healthy relationship. Right. But instead, my protection is replaying all that in my mind and keeping the the anger and the just, oh, I hate you in my right. mind. You know, I wish the worst for you, but it's like, you know, especially after we had that conversation, it was like, man, I don't wish him the worst anymore. Mm. And that's hard. Yeah. Because it's like, what do I do with that? If it's like, when I think about that relationship and, and, and since with this closure, it's like, there are no bad feelings there. And that's scary. Yeah that's really scary that I don't really harbor any bad feelings because of what happened and how the relationship ended. And I'm like, damn, now
0: what? (laughs) Now, what do I do with that? And it's, it's the duality of dealing with a person that has hurt you. And I think, you know, this is, like I said, I learned this first with dad, but even going on with other situations that I've had, because very much when you're kind of like, if that person is having a conversation with someone about what happened, you know, in your relationship and they gloss over it, I'm the type of person where I just want to be able to be in the bushes every time you speak my name (laughs) so that, you know, if you're like, yeah, you know, me and Vanessa, we were cool. And I can be like, um, excuse me, did you tell them about when you did this this and this to me and whatever, but it's, (laughs) you know, and it's like, that's so, you know, irrational, but that's how a lot of times it's like, even if I forgive you, I need you to always hold in your heart somewhere that right. you hurt me really badly. Right. And that's not fair to to do to someone. I know I was having a conversation with the mom. She was talking about a guy that I had dated, and she was just like, you know, and this has been like probably 10 years removed. And she's like, Oh, you know, I'm he just is I'm so proud of him. Like he's he seems like he's doing great. He has a great family, and he's just a really great guy. And you know he's loving his kids and blah 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 and you know I'm sitting there I'm like yeah it's so great that he's whatever doing great but in my I felt myself rise up a little bit and be like Mm -hmm. but he did this and this and this to me or he made me feel this and this and this and it's like yeah I had to really call myself to the court basically and say Vanessa people have a chance to grow Mm -hmm. people have a chance to you know, com- be a completely different person right. to the other people after you than maybe they were to you. But and you sucks. have done that. <laughs> yeah. And it sucked. Yeah. That's the thing. It really sucked <laughs> because it was like, I, I could see what she was talking about. And I'm like, you know, it's like part of me was really proud. Like, wow, I'm, you know, you want to see that someone you were with when you were young, that hopefully they do grow and mature and become a better person and a better man. But it still was this feeling of, you know, oh, you're going on and having a great life. And I, you know, I don't know if it's the the, the feeling of this person's going on having a great life and I am still dealing with the feelings that you cause. Even though I am going on and having a great life. Right, right. It's 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 weird. But then I kind of have tried to think to myself, there are people that I have hurt that I don't know. You know, maybe they hopefully I pray that they have healed, but what if they haven't, what if they're still holding a piece of, you know, when Vanessa did this or said this, you know, to me, and I have to think I'm over here living my life and forgiving myself, because I feel like when people are really clear to you, hey, you hurt me, that is something you should take on and say, you know, you can apologize, you can ask for forgiveness, or if you, even if it's a case where there is no closure in that way, you can say to yourself, I, you know, I was really a horrible person in this situation or what I did was not right I hope that that person you know can find it in their heart to forgive me and that I forgive myself for being for behaving badly for being you know not being my best self and move on so if I want that for my own self and I don't want to just sit here and just have someone you know shaming me all day about all the bad things that I did to someone I have to look at the other people in that same lens. And that is so hard because it's it's like people can be extremely wrong and extremely hurtful and they can also be a great person and worthy of forgiveness in the same ways that we are. Right. Period. There, you know, it's, it's just the reality. It's just how things are.
1: That. And that's also something that I had to tell myself. It's like, I am truly in right now in this space of realizing how inherently worthy I am. Like, it just is like the end all be all is that I am worthy. And then I also have to believe that about my ex who did all of this damage. I also have to believe that he is inherently worthy of every good thing in this world. But a part of me is also like, but you're not, (laughs) you know, actually, I don't think you should get anything good in this world, but it's like, all right, Kiara, you know, we can't, we can't do this um, double standard here. If I am inherently worthy of every good thing in this world, even though I have messed up and done some bad things and made some bad choices and I have hurt people, then the same goes for the people who have hurt me they are inherently worthy of every good thing in this world. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's, that's also a part of, of forgiveness is being able to get back to that point of when you see someone as inherently worthy again. Yeah. Um, because once again, the ego wants to be the, wants to be the, the justice, you know, <laughs> wants to be the court and, right. and, um and that's not how it works. We don't, we don't get control of that. I, you know, I don't know what their, their justice would be, you know? I believe that what goes around comes around. I believe in all of those things, but, you know, maybe their justice is a flat tire. And I'm like, that's all you've got, universe? That's all you've got, a flat tire? Right. Come on, give him something hard, you know? Like,
0: <laughs> right, right,
1: Like, bring down fire and brimstone. Like, you don't have anything better than that. And maybe, you know,
0: that's it. Or maybe they don't get that or maybe yeah maybe it's not anything that you know they can they can it may not be anything that they pinpoint as oh I have this really hard time in this time frame of my life and then you're like that's because you did whatever to me or it could be that they're going through things but you know, it doesn't affect them as right. deeply because maybe they they have done their own work and growing, and so they might have a hard time in life. But it, it's not hidden in the same way that right. you wanted to like hit The way it hit that them I wanted to, because they have even evolved and grown. Yes, and that is what's really it's it's really frustrating, and I don't know why. Like I guess it's it's very much ego of just wanting them to suffer, but also wanting us to have the grace but then like right. but you
1: you don't, don't deserve.
0: deserve like yeah. if we have to put people on a pedestal of who deserves and who doesn't like you don't deserve that right. and I think at least like in that case with your ex you have had a conversation and you know it's kind of like okay I don't know if it's and maybe like because you can answer this like I don't know if it's worse to have the feeling of we had the conversation and this closure and now you're like now what because you know, I, we've had the forgiveness. We we were kind of going forward in forgiveness or when you don't have closure, because then you're just like, you never hear the, I'm sorry. You never hear the explanation of why you reacted this way, why you have done this way. That's been a struggle that I've had with someone. And, you know, it's kind of like, okay, I just have to go on with my life. And it's been very, very hard because it's like, I will probably never know why this happened in this way or what they were thinking or why they, you know, treated me in this way. Mm-hmm. But even in that, how can I forgive them? Yeah. You know, in what ways can I release this this need to be angry at them all the time or to hold on to the sadness that I feel that they brought me? I don't know. It's 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 really a it's like, which one would you rather have kind of a thing. Yeah. But, um, and the thing is like, I, with that
1: relationship, I was in, I was in both of those spaces for two years. I was in a space of, I'm never going to hear this man, from this man again. And so right. I just have to figure it out myself. I spent, I would say at least six months in denial about how I felt You know, I was like, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. You know, it's what it is. I broke up with him. Everything is fine. So I spent six months telling myself, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And not acknowledging how deeply hurt I was. And then from that time until, you know, the conversation that we had really just having to pick up the pieces and have closure by myself and just be like, it is what it is. Um, And and it did start to get easier. Mm -hmm. And it maybe it was because I started to forget, you know, because it just, as time goes along, you just forget, you know, and it doesn't, it's not on fresh on your mind as it was when everything first happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But it started to get easier. And I started to be able to think on that relationship with, um, with not so much malice, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was able to remember some of the good times and, and start to some, like actually really wish him well sometimes. Yeah. But then it was hard when he popped back up and it was like, oh no, like, okay, now I actually have to have this conversation with you. And right. it's like, I thought I had gone, gotten so far, but here I am realizing that we're having this conversation. We're really just like closing this chapter mm-hmm. um, and and filing it away. Honestly, like it is gone, gone, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I've had both of those situations where having to figure out closure yourself, mm-hmm. and then also having closure with the person and being able to like talk it out and everything. I f- personally believe that figuring it out by yourself is 10 times harder Mm -hmm. because for me it was just like I don't I don't know what happened yeah and you know in that situation I just literally had no idea what the breakdown was right um and talking to therapists and you know my life coach and and it always just was like I don't know and that's so hard to get to the point where it's like what happened I don't just one day I woke up and it wasn't what it was anymore you know And I had gotten so familiar with what it was. And then when it's gone it's like, I'm trying to figure this out, but I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. And having to just kind of come up with reasons, but then also realizing the reasons just don't matter because it is what it is. The relationship is over. You can come up. That's the thing with, you know, holding onto all that vengeance is you can come up with all of these reasons and get upset and all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, it just doesn't matter. That's the hardest part, I think, with, with. Closure and things and forgiveness. It's like getting to the point where you realize, like, even when you put a name to it, sometimes it's not going to make it any better. What makes it better
0: is letting it go. Yeah. And not for me, it's, (laughs) it has been playing, I'm very much like a narrative person. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times it's been like, let me, let me, in so many ways, imagining if I saw this person, what would I say and do? Like, you know, how can I like show them that, you know, you aren't gonna bring me down and I'm, you know, all these different right, right. <laughs> things, ego-based things, where right? You're just yeah. kind of like, this is what I would say, or this is how that conversation would play out. And I think anytime we do those things, it never goes how you think. Even if you get yeah. the chance to sit across from that person or like you said, communicate with that person, you're not gonna say all the things you thought you were probably gonna say or right, go right. in the way that you thought you would, but that's something that I had to kind of teach myself because one, I also was kind of in denial of how hurt I was about, you know, the situation. And for, I'd say for me, it was a very long time of just feeling like, okay, I'm letting this go. Because one, if you're not acknowledging the hurt and pain that right. it caused you, or you're trying to be like, you know I don't really care about them anyways, kind of right. feeling you're not dealing with it. So it don't think it's just gonna keep going away it's going to come back up. It's like that scab that, you know, you thought was healing, but then you accidentally hit it and it just right. falls off. It and starts, starts bleeding, bleeding again. again. <laughs> it's like, you know, oh no. It's So for me, it was kind of like, Vanessa, the only way to get through this is to go through it. Mm-hmm. But that was hard because it's like, you are not going to get closure in this situation like what you want. So how can you not hate this person for the rest of your life? not let the energy, I mean, because the energy of, of that situation was so thick on me. I just remember that. It was like, even when I was in, if it was anything related to something like that person, I felt that heaviness of unforgiveness. If it's like, I'm going to go where this person lives. I remember that was a huge deal for me. It was like, I'm going, you know, to the city And I I know I'm not going to see that, like we're not going to run into each other, but it just was the feeling of they're here and I'm here at the same time and that heaviness. Mm -hmm. And I like had to speak with someone like a spiritual worker about it because I was just like, I got to get this like off of me because I can't live. That's when I knew I had to forgive that person because I realized I was living with the energy of them and the hurt that they caused me. And I was like, Oh no, I can't have this affecting where I go and how I move and operate for someone who's not even in my life anymore and who I may never hear from again. And yeah, I, I learned to embrace forgiveness. I had to say, and I, and I have the, um, kind of the thing that I started to say that has really helped me when I'm trying to forgive people. It's actually a Buddhist prayer. And I forgot where I first heard about this. It may have been in looking at how to forgive. And you are supposed to first start this prayer with yourself, towards yourself, but then it's supposed to go out towards other people. So one of the, it's a long prayer, but there's like different variations, but one of the smaller variations that people use a lot is where you will say, may I be filled with loving kindness may I be well, may I be peaceful and at ease, may I be happy. And so the way they described it, if you are, you know, wanting to forgive others, you replace the, where it says, may I, with that person's name. So may so-and-so be filled with loving kindness, may they be well, may they be peaceful and at ease, may they be happy. And I tried that with that person. And that was a really profound exercise for me because I literally was sending out love and light to them yeah and I as much as I felt they do not deserve that it was kind of like okay Vanessa if you had a crystal ball and you could look at their life would you want to see them suffering would you want to see them in pain would you want to see like their worst nightmare come true and in that case I was like I don't know if seeing all these bad things happening to them would give me the satisfaction that Mm -hmm. I think it would. Mm -hmm. So let's try to send out positivity. If I know, you know, this is the direction or or if I, you know, know things that they may have wanted to be or do in life, sending out well wishes that I hope that that happens for them. Even if they're not thinking about me or doing that towards me, it's kind of, it can't be a reciprocal. It no longer is a reciprocal thing. It very much is an individual choice Mm -hmm. to forgive, to, you know, send out positivity to wish them well and that's so hard but i've had to think what will benefit me and my growth more me sitting around waiting to hear about all the bad things happening to them
1: i mean it'd be i feel like it'd be definitely a nice ego stroke you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and it would give you temporary you know pleasure i feel like temporarily mm-hmm. you'll be like yes ha, you know um but then, in the long run, I feel like it wouldn't. That also still wouldn't be enough to to sustain you. Right. Um, yeah. I feel
0: like it wouldn't sustain us in the way we think. If we think right. that's going to be the gas that's going to keep us going and growing and you know edifying us. Yeah, I don't think that that would be what we what we think it is. And I'm, right. I'm sure there are people who have had those situations where they're like, I've seen you know the person that hurt me go through.
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: you know maybe they do feel that source of like yeah but it's it's not it kind of makes me think of like when they say like the fleeting happiness and then like having joy I feel Mm -hmm. like you want something that is going to be a more long-lasting you know growth aspect than Mm -hmm. just that quick fix of like karma as we say or or right you know revenge
1: right and I just I also think that In those moments, that is—it is so powerful to be able to essentially wield your energy to do that. Like that's power. That's a miracle. Um, I'm reading a book right now, and it it talks a lot about miracles. And she defines a miracle as just a switch in perspective, a change in your perspective on the situation in your life, and that's a change in perspective. Yeah. When you are literally, I won't, it's not forcing, but it is, you are requiring of yourself to change your energy about a situation, about a person that's very powerful. And if you are successful in doing it, like you kind of are harnessing a lot of power on the inside of you. Yeah. Um, it makes me think about, you know, my favorite musical Hamilton and, uh, the moment in it's quiet uptown where, you know, they're singing forgiveness can you imagine yeah and it's like every time that part like yeah. takes my heart and just like right. oh, it's a powerful moment. Heroys me every time when she grabs his hand yeah. and they say that because it's like, yeah, can you imagine <laughs> that what that man did and you are still you know and it, it's so beautiful and it's so pure and you know even if they didn't end up getting back together, just the act of forgiveness yeah it's so. Powerful. It's so amazing. It's like, you can really, really, um, you can really become a different person through it, a better person, because you forgave someone, when you learn how to use your energy in that way, to send good energy to, to this person who has really hurt you, especially when it's like deep stuff, you know, like I think about you and dad and, and certain, certain situations, like, yes, of course, breakups, those are really hard, but there are certain situations where people forgive and they, the glow that they have, but the the energy, the light that they carry is so beautiful because they've been able to go through it and forgive. And it has become, it's a miracle in their own life, you know? right? Um, And so that's, that's what I think about that, you know, that prayer that you just said, it's very powerful to be able to switch that and turn it to the person, the other person and, and being able to wish them well. And I, I assume that when you first started, like you don't really mean it, but you're just doing oh, yeah. it. You know, yeah, just,
0: just like, all right, let me go ahead and, you know, right. say this quick little prayer. And, but right. it really, it really becomes, a beautiful, because like I said, I am a very narrative visualization type of person. Mm -hmm. So just imagining that person, as I'm saying these things, having something positive go on, because I just think about, if we think about ourselves, we've had a lot of things that have come up good and bad in our lives, that those people from our past don't even know about, that they would be really saddened, I'm sure, to hear about. Like, oh, I hate that this happened in your life or I hate right. that, you know, yeah. this came up and that I started to think about if I'm having these things that I may be going through or that have come up, especially in the year of our Lord 2020, <laughs> Right, <laughs> there are things that they may have had to deal with and coming mm-hmm. up. And I really, it, it transcended like my thought to, man, I hope that if there's hard things coming up in their life, that they're able to get through it. Right. and i like it i that is not of my own wish to want to be that mm-hmm. i just started to put the practice to you know more and more and i felt felt myself becoming light and and felt my energy becoming more light towards that person towards you know this the situation and and not learning that okay this doesn't mean i forget everything or even in a case so that's an example where this isn't a person who's in my life and i'm kind of doing the work of forgiving and sometimes you know there are people who you will forgive but you don't reconcile in any way with them but i think a beautiful example of that is with dad because that's someone who's still in my life yeah and to see you know what we have been able to accomplish and become from the fact that I've chosen to walk in forgiveness, Mm -hmm. um, to be able to build a relationship, you know, now that I'm an adult and, you know, it's still a work in progress, but it's it's something I never thought that I would ever have or Mm -hmm. feel. And I think in, in a lot of times, even when the trauma may rear its head again or you know something may happen and I start thinking about because usually for me it's if, if something is triggering I don't just think about that one moment today that was triggering I think about see because this is the type of person that you are and I think about all the things that you've done to me over the years but even in, in walking in forgiveness now it's taught me how to not always do that not default yeah. back over the years it's like pulling out the receipts it's like every time someone triggers you you don't need to go and pull out the book of wrongdoings that they did and start replaying it in your head because that's what I would do. It's like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, they've always been this way. They've always done these things to me, but it's, it's completely negating all the positive growth and, and the positive um, memories that I've had. And it's just focusing on that. So for me, leaning into forgiveness and walking in forgiveness, especially when that person is still in your life and you're trying to rebuild something new it, it, it's it's a, it's a continual process. It's a continual choosing forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I think in those cases, it's not just, I forgive you and usually right. you never think about it. It's, right. there's gonna be times, I'm sure people who have like infidelities and they choose to stay with that person and they're able to move forward. It's gonna be a constant choice of forgiveness because yeah. you have to build that trust again. You have to build that safety again. And that's something that I'm really, really proud of in my journey to get that because I wasn't sure that I was, I felt like I was gonna always unravel at being triggered and and forgetting forgiveness and letting it go, but really building it into like the fabric of the relationship I think is important.
1: Yeah, that is, I mean, that's so powerful. And I kind of wanna go back to, you mentioned that transcending something. And and I really do think that forgiveness is very spiritual it it really um you know requires you to look at another person the way that god looks at them you know god doesn't look at a person at least in my personal beliefs god doesn't look at a person and looks at all of the ways that they are unworthy and undeserving and all of that stuff god looks at a person as spotless and as beautiful and loving fully loving human beings when I look at a person from my eyes, I get to see and say all the stuff that they've done wrong, right. everything, you know, but when I, you know, say, okay, God, I'm going to look at them the way that you see them. Oh, I mean, there's no way that you can harbor that anymore. You know, I think that's so powerful. And, and yeah. you really are transcending right. um, past, you know, our, our physical human body into a spiritual realm when right. you are able to forgive. Um, because you you start to you start to really see the big picture I feel like and I think it's also the same when we do it for ourselves and and self-forgiveness that's hard though because there once again like I think about I think about someone like Hitler you know and I'm like right <laughs> God help me see Hitler the way you see
0: right. him that he, <laughs> you know like even but that Hitler guess, was a, is a yeah. human yeah. being or was a human yeah being. that's and like when you talk about those kind of like oof tyrants. That is like really right. I, I'm not at that level I don't know yet. What because... to do with that? Yes,
1: I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> but like you said, absolutely any,
0: not. A creator, someone who has created us, whatever it is, your belief system systems are, they are, you know, more than likely look at everyone on the same level. They're not like saying, "Oh, he's right. Hitler," so right. you know, I don't know what we were doing right. with them. And you're you, it's it's humanity in their right. eyes,
1: mm-hmm. and, and that's. So, I, I the yeah. ego though because the ego wants to be like you know the higher hierarchy of like you know who's at the top who's at the bottom right. who's all of these things <laughs> oh my god like really like releasing that is yeah. like oh it's a spiritual again, I, I love how you cool. said that it's a
0: spiritual practice forgiveness really is. is a spiritual practice it's going to yeah. take all of the strength the human strength you have and then you're going to have to tap into supernatural strength because right. and depending on the level of um offense, the level of trauma, the more it's going to take from you, I think, to to walk in it It, because it's 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 one of the craziest concepts of life, I think, to to really understand. I think it's probably one of the concepts of life that all of us are on Earth to learn. You know, when you think about like, what is my purpose here on Earth? I think one of probably the only other more complex concept feeling would be love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. think outside of love forgiveness is like one of those things that what do you do with that
1: <laughs> honestly one of my favorite songs um there's a, a, a lyric that goes my love is the bomb and forgiveness is the rocket which aren't going to stop it because yeah. together love and forgiveness you're unstoppable yeah. you know if you can if you can harness both of those powers together you can't you can't stop it, you know? You can't because that means nothing is holding you back. If you've thrown all of that stuff away, you are about to be at the top of the mountain. The only thing that keeps us from getting up that mountain is all of our our stuff that we put in our bag, you know, all of the stuff that we feel about other people and then of course how we feel about ourselves. And I think more than anything self-forgiveness is probably like the hardest. Oh yeah. because it requires you to be very very aware of yourself. Yeah. It requires you to be very very honest with yourself to sometimes just <laughs> an uh, a level of insanity where you're like, "Oh my god, I cannot believe, you know, this mistake that I made when I was like 16, I'm still carrying with me almost 10 years later." Right. And it's one of those things once again where it has become a part of your story. It's become right. as Kiara, it's you get to know all of these wonderful things about me, but also all of these awful things I'm gonna keep carrying with me because I think it's the part of my personality and it's not right, you know, how do you de- like uh, you know, strip yourself of that? It's like, who are you anymore if you're not carrying around all of this unforgiveness about yourself, you know, all of this, uh, you know, I sometimes I feel like people use it as motivation, you know, like I didn't get it right the last time. So this time I'm gonna get it right. And I'm, you know, and it's like they're fueled through the fact that they messed up and, and it's like I don't know if we should be motivating ourselves through our shortcomings and the ways in like we can never forgive ourselves for certain things because it's become our motivation Mm -hmm. you know when instead I wonder if we can be motivated from love and our our sense of inherent worthiness of I am worthy of stepping into this space no matter what so Here I go, you know, if you are holding unforgiveness for something that you like didn't prepare for and now you're like, I'm always gonna be prepared no matter what. It's like, what if you just prepare yourself because, you know, maybe it's something that you love to do or it's a part of your job instead of it being always constantly reminding yourself how you didn't perform well. you know, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it's it's, like you said, it's it's the motivating piece. It becomes kind of the identity piece. Yes. And so like a great... Um, I guess example for me was with that situation when I feel like this person has hurt me I for a while had the motivation to be better so that I could show them in a way like I'm right. going to show you like if you said this and this about me or you think this and this about me I'm going to show you that I'm better than that I'm going to be better right. than you like right yeah so it's, it's really you know you're, mo- you're being pushed you're being motivated by your unforgiveness and your <laughs> vengeance that you want against this person or the whole i think about people who talk about going to their reunions their school reunions yeah and they have the whole motivation of like i'm gonna lose weight and i'm gonna just be a bombshell to kind of seek revenge on maybe that right. high school sweetheart that hurt them or broke their heart mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like i never thought about it until you said it like that that's the motivation that's the actual motivation for that's so many them.
1: things you know mm-hmm. for so many at least you know i can say personally for so many things in my life yeah. the motivation has been you know you know what somebody did to me so i'm gonna motivate myself and then also what i did to my own self right i'm gonna work you know, always use that as the fuel to to try to push myself to be better, better, as opposed to using my inherent worthiness and my love for myself to say that I, you know, I just deserve to be better.
0: Period. Period. <laughs> right. And that's
1: what it is. And I think the hard thing for me and what I think is the most complex and I wanted to ask you about with self-forgiveness is I have an easier time forgiving myself for mistakes that just like, We're like, whoa, I, you know, I can't believe I did that. That's crazy. Like that's hard, but things that I really consider like mistakes or like surprise mistakes almost the part that is hard for me to forgive myself is when I know that I shouldn't have done something and I did it anyway, you know, self-sabotage almost. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did it anyway. And then you ended up with the result that you knew was going to happen, but you still did it because you were working from, you know, you're not your best self, you know? And that's the part for me that is like the hardest, like, how do you forgive yourself when even you knew back then that you should have done it and you did it, you know, like you knew that you shouldn't have, you know, I don't even like there's, I feel like that's, that's the hard thing. Mm -hmm. And I, and I struggle with that about what do I do? Because I think when it's a mistake, you can kind of give yourself a little bit of a, a break, you know, a little bit of a pass, like, you didn't know and that's okay you know like oh, I feel like a, a lot of the times that's how um like wellness is like oh like you didn't know that you were trying to protect yourself from all of these things so of course you played small because yeah. you know but it's like what if I knew that I, I was very aware that I was playing small and I continue to do it anyway mm-hmm. and so now you know maybe like a year removed and it's like oh my god like I'm still not where I need to be because I continue to to play small. Right. What do you do with that? How do you forgive yourself in something that you know you shouldn't have done and you did?
0: For me, when I think about situations like that, which I've had a lot of them, and the way that I've sat in the unforgiveness of myself has been the shoulda, coulda, would woulda. So mm-hmm. man, like if I would have, you know, done what I knew I should have done a year ago, I would have been in this, you know, in such a different place now or you know I would have been in a healthier place now or whatever the you know the thing is because I kind of think of when we hear the the statement you know when you know better you do better right but there are times that you know better like you said you can't say anymore oh I don't know you know my eyes were closed I didn't know (laughs) like now you know and you still like deliberately chose the lesser choice you deliberately chose Not to walk in your best path as your best self. And then you see, like you said, the consequence. So I think for me, the self forgiveness in that has just literally had to be honest first and say, Mm -hmm. you did not select the best option for you in that moment and you knew it. And that's very hard to be honest with yourself because we all want to play dumb with ourselves.
1: Right. And, you know,
0: we want to play dumb with other people, but we especially want to play dumb with ourselves. And it's kind of like, Okay, if you knew that this man was not a good option as a partner for you and now you have spent the last year in a tumultuous situation and now you've ended it and now your consequences, you have to rebuild from here. But thinking if you would have never had that year with that situation, who you could have been at this point. So I think it's partly being honest with yourself, like, yeah, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't the best thing. And But being grateful for hopefully the redirection that the universe is providing you and not being, for me, not being afraid to say, this is day one. All right. I guess we're starting from here because you can't go back and get that time. And that's the thing I think with forgiveness and all of these different things, it's, it's healing everything. It's not just a, it's not a destination you get to. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, an, it's like awareness and then choice awareness and then choice, and then right. you level up to different levels of awareness and then different levels of choice. And maybe sometimes you go back down because that's life, but then right. you you start yeah. with the same, you know, okay, I fell down a few rings on the ladder, awareness right. again, and then choice, right. and you just rebuild. So that's the way I look at self-forgiveness in situations where I knew better and I still chose the option that wasn't the best for me. The minute I'm again aware, yeah, that wasn't good and I need to start over again. Just start over. Yeah. That's all you can do. Um because if you continue to beat yourself up about it, then you're going to go forward for, you know, more months or years just living in then you're living in self-sabotage. Your mindset yeah. is self-sabotage because you're telling yourself that you're not able to do better. Right. And, you know, that's such a disservice to who you are and who you could become, I think.
1: Yeah, I think it's like self-sabotage and shame. And mm-hmm. I think that's what keeps you on this same cycle of, you know, doing things. Like I think about, um, you know, people who are addicted to drugs and a lot of the times the thing that keeps them on that same cycle is that shame of like, I knew I shouldn't have done this. I knew I shouldn't have been hanging out with these people and I fell back into it again. I'm going to try to get my life back together day one. And then if they fall off again, a lot of the times it's like, it's not the fact that you chose wrong once again, but it's just, you keep doing it, you know, and you keep going through that cycle of it, um, instead of sitting in the moment and my, yeah. my, um, old life coach used to, uh, have a tool called, uh, not used to, but she showed us a tool called, uh, do the do over where basically you sit and you're like, this is not how I wanted it to go. I didn't act to my highest spell best self in this situation and really like writing it down and being like the do-over is if I ever get into this situation again this is how I will conduct myself this is Mm -hmm. how I will escape the situation if if it's turning out this way and being very clear and very intentional about how you would like to move forward and if you were ever presented with that situation
0: that feeling of the start over is scary and it's hard it's one thing to sit in the failure that we have but to pull yourself out of that and the start over because what does that mean like how long again can i go before maybe i'm you know you have a lot of those thoughts so you may when you're talking about even self-forgiveness so if you're saying you know i forgive myself for playing small i forgive myself for accepting less than what i deserve and then you walk forward in that and then next year you accept less than what you deserve again yeah you know how how do you continuously reconcile with that But Mm -hmm. I think you just have to, I love the, the um, idea that you said your uh, life coach had of the do-over, like, I feel like we need to have a built-in, okay, it's kind of like that, if you break this when you need the money, you know, emergency thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You you just, you have to keep putting yourself back together and it may be finding a tool that works for you continuously that if you are starting at that day one, so that you're not completely rolling around and living in shame continuously because we are humans, we're imperfect, and a lot of times it's just human nature for us to make mistakes and, you know, choose things that aren't the best for us, but the more we try, you know, you might see it become easier and easier to where maybe you do grow from, you know, that choice.
1: I think you can use that to say, well, I've done it before. I can do it again. You know, I've had a day one before I've had a day 50 before I've had a day hundred before. So it's possible. Um, so if you can like get over or not get over, but, you know, work through, um, the shame, because even like talking about it now, it's like, oh, so sometimes, you know, not forgiving is also tied to shame, you know? And when it's yourself, a lot yeah. of the times when you don't forgive yourself, it's because you are so wrapped up in shame that you can't even get to the point where you start to think about what does it look like to forgive myself? Because you're so wrapped in the, oh my God, I should have done that. I should have done something else. And da 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 da. And you're so wrapped up into that. What happens when you step off of that hamster wheel and you're like, okay, I'm actually going to start to work on forgiveness, you know?
0: Forgiveness is just the. It's the embodiment of that and it, and it is a process. So I think when you kind of said, you know, the same way we look at self forgiveness and say if I did that once I can do it again and, and being able to move forward. I think when we look at forgiving others as well if you were able to have a moment of forgiveness with someone, don't worry, there will be more people that come into your life or more situations that come up that will require you to have forgiveness. And I think sometimes we see that where we're like, you know, I've had a falling out with this person, I was able to forgive them. But this person and what they've done to me, I will never be able to move forward from that. And it's kind Mm -hmm. of like, in the same way that you say, look how far I've come there there probably is a space for you to be able to forgive even in the craziest situations um even in the most hurtful of um grievances like you know i, I feel that that is a lesson that we all are just here and we'll keep learning and and finding ways to i don't know what to get to but it's something that mm-hmm. for the people who have come out on the other side truly they tell you and and you see how light they are and how it it, it's much better for them than the alternative. So yeah. It's something I'm gonna always be working on. And
1: (laughs) I know (laughs) it's not easy, but it's not easy, but I think when I the more that I started to talk about the beauty of forgiveness and the power in forgiveness, like it actually, it actually really fuels me to start looking at some of the places in my life where I, you know, really need to forgive myself because it can be very powerful if you do. Um, And, and for me, a lot of the times it's self-forgiveness that I really need to like sit down and be present and say, this is what I, this is what I've done. Let's be honest about what I've done this is the ways in which I will do the do over and be better um, because it can be so powerful and it can be so beautiful when you allow that to happen. When you allow yourself to have that grace, I think it can be really beautiful. Um, So I'm like, I think um, this is giving me a lot to journal about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And we hope that you guys will, will, you know, think about forgiveness in your own lives and yeah. ways that you can first incorporate it with yourself because self-forgiveness is so important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's ways that it step. can, right. The first step is forgiving yourself mm-hmm. and loving yourself. You know, everything starts with you first and then hopefully you'll find ways to let it trickle out into different situations and people and and that you're able to let that let that heaviness, that hurt and that pain go. That's what we want for you and that's what we want for ourselves. Right. <laughs> Thanks for coming to hang out with us. We truly, truly are thankful for every second of your time. But before you go,
1: we'd like to ask you for a teensy
0: weeny favor. Your support means the world to us. And if you love what we're doing enough, come show us some love and follow us on Instagram at the Undefined Good Girls Podcast.
1: And while we're on your minds, why not go ahead and subscribe here too?
0: We love you guys and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.